Please note that the views expressed in this episode are those of the speakers and do not necessarily represent the positions or values of Community Living Ontario. Hello, you're listening to Season 1 of the Community Unmuted Podcast. I'm your host, Nico Pupella. And today we're going to be talking to Joe Tottengall and Kelsey Ross. Joe is a chef with nearly 30 years of culinary experience. He runs two restaurants in Ottawa where he employs three people who have a disability. Kelsey Ross is an employment outreach coordinator with Ready, Willing, and Able in the Ottawa region. Ready, Willing, and Able is a national partnership of Inclusion Canada, Autism Alliance of Canada, and their member organizations, including Community Living Ontario. It is designed to increase the labor force participation of people with an intellectual disability or on the autism spectrum. In my conversation with Joe and Kelsey, we address barriers to people who have a disability finding employment, workplace accommodations, how ready, willing, and able helps connect employers to job seekers, and more. Enjoy the episode. So thank you both for uh, joining me today for the topic on employment. Um, I'm not sure which I should who I should start with because now I've got both of you on the call. Um, so actually, no, I think I'll start with Joe. That's all right. Yeah, I don't mind. Okay. So I was reading a little bit about your uh, bio of where you've come from. And uh, how successful you've been, especially in the line of working with people with disabilities. So, how about giving me a little bit of background on um, how that started for you and what made you decide to look more into hiring people with disabilities to make it more inclusive? You know, you know, I come, I come for, as an immigrant from India 25 years ago, and I come from a place where. Um, disabled or disability is a hindrance for people to work or get around, you know, it was really hard. They're pretty much housebound or, you know, stay at home and not much program. So when I came here and started, you know, living here, working, become an employer and um, employing people and having a family and going to schools and all that, I realized this this place is really well established for disabled people um, to get around, work, and you know do things by their own uh, will. Or you know, uh, if they are happy to go around, you know, they there is all the infrastructure and facilities for them to go around. Um, so we were amazed, you know, in my, in our family, my wife's side, we had a had a, a cousin sister. Uh, she was on a wheelchair all the time and, you know, she needed to be cared all the time. So our uncle and aunt used to take care of them 24 hours a day. You know, they don't have much facilities there. So when we saw all these things here, we were very happy. And, you know, when I opened this second restaurant, Coconut Lagoon, when um, ready, willing and able the people like Kelsey approached me 
And when I had a nice slate, meaning, you know, I had a beautiful restaurant, I have a beautiful restaurant with a new kitchen. I thought this is the place I should employ um, one or two people who is willing to work. And as you guys know, this is a time, um, you know, everybody is facing a shortage of uh, labor and it is very hard to come by. So we were willing to give little bit training and I had few people telling me, you know, if you hire people from ready, willing and able to work, um, they will be there for a lifetime. You know, they will, you know, you you can be a good chef, but if you are not or, or an employee of a restaurant, if you cannot keep up the time, um, if you cannot be punctual at work, then the, what is the point? You know, the, it's always I face those things, you know, calling one hour before saying, oh, I cannot come today, you know. So I gave it the opportunity and I don't read book from the covers or even if it is good in the resume, I would like to see the person and I'm always willing to give it, give a chance for them to come and uh, work in my, uh, in my settings. And some people will excel and some people may not come in, uh, work in a good terms like it may not work out either so but i'm happy with the two of the employees which i have and one of them is excelling and i am giving more more opportunity and more time to the person because we are willing to train and we need staff and she is willing to work and we are exploring all the opportunities and uh, guess what you know 10 minutes before the shift she's always here both of them before and you know they're willing to wait and you know finish their job they're not wasting time on the phones and things like that you know i'm very happy with the, my first experience it's my first experience or so right now i employed three people from ready willing and able and um, in both restaurants you know and i'm happy with the with experience Thanks to Kelsey and the team. That's amazing. Especially the point you made about like seeing the person that you're looking at wanting to hire because then you actually have a better idea of understanding who, obviously who they are, what they can bring forward to the table, and also to get, give you a better feel of whether you think they would actually be um, a, gr a good person to work with. Yeah. Have you ever faced any barriers um, that the person might have come across um, that might, might have prevented them from trying to gain work? I can speak to that point. Um, there's been many different barriers to accessing employment for a lot of our job seekers. One of being the first interview. And as Joe said, kind of not judging the book by its cover on the first interview, really getting a sense of the person, maybe having kind of like an understanding of going through um, the tasks and seeing how they would perform some tasks during the interview process, as well as having a job coach there. Uh, we've had a lot of times candidates have um, access to transportation as a barrier to accessing employment and with Ready, Willing and Able, we do have a transportation funding that we can provide that goes beyond the duty of the employer to provide and also just being accommodating, having employers understand that work hours may cause a barrier. So I know there's some overnight shifts that some candidates may not be able to perform, but having those discussions with the employers around if there can be accommodations for those hours as well. 
those are just a few um, barriers that we've had. Um, Joe, have you ever had any challenges along the way with getting people hired? Um, Because as you mentioned that you came to Canada and you had a family member that had a disability, and now that you're actually working with people with disabilities, did you ever feel like there were any challenges you had along the way to making that work? Yeah, because I think in, in here, the people are looking more, why should I take that liability? If, if they are not by their own and that mind, we should change that because they are, you know, we should always try. And I I become a little bit successful because I always try. I don't say no in the first place by seeing it or looking at it, but I try to give a chance for everybody. And I think the people who um not getting into the to um these these um, hiring and things you know because they think they they are they think there is it become a liability and they may have an issue um they may not be in time but time will tell and the working and the experience and um, having them is beautiful you know me and my wife comes here and we enjoy their work because they're very focused and they wanted to get it right and the training is all about and that that's how i i have to say that much you know and it is some people we don't they won't even take them because uh i don't know exactly maybe the transportation to come and you know the way they look and things but but for me i'm happy to try and it's what's been happening so here's a question I'm going to throw to both of you because I think both of you can answer this. Um, in terms of accessible accommodation for people in their placement, for Joe, how would that look to you? Like what accommodations have you made? And then Kelsey, I can throw the question to you about what Ready, Willing, and Able does for helping with accommodations. Um, I didn't. I didn't really do much out of the way. I put a good training guide to work with, and I, as I mentioned, I had a nice brand new kitchen, uh, so that everything is pretty much in a good working condition. The safety, safety of the things, and um, my one of the employee Yasin, who was very helpful, and I had a um, coach come in in the beginning days uh, to go with them and show them the things around. And to be honest, we don't we don't do too much things, and I'm lucky in that matter, you know. And uh, one of the employees is doing bread making for us. The 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 guy person who was doing he was doing for last eight nine years, and now she came and picked it up in two weeks, and now that's a re- responsibility. So we are not out of bread every day, you know. Like he's on the on the top and getting it done. So th- giving the tasks um, and uh, focusing on small things, but you know, teach them the right way and uh, keeping in one position. I don't want to juggle them, uh, putting in different stations or anything. Once they are happy with one station, then I try to put it in another. So now she is coming upstairs and plating the desserts for the service, you know, things like that because she is familiar with the kitchen right now uh, the people around her so she is very happy and we are giving more hours like that so 
for for them i didn't do too much of um, i i work with them for the timing and things but i don't have to give too much of uh, out of the way to help them because they are pretty much self sufficient and you made your uh, training guide like more or less like easy for people to understand that you're hiring so they understand what you're asking and if there's any issues they know how to proceed with it yeah yeah, I was just going to note too, having the workplace, making things easier to work on, such as work accommodating hours. Also, the task list that um, Joe was talking about, they've had job coaches come in to give them those task lists and to kind of support them with figuring out what they need to do. We have uh, connections to community partners who have job coaches present for the variety of different times that a candidate would need. So let's say if it's the first kind of um, day on the job, they could have a job coach if that's required, even up until like two years, if there's a job coach that kind of needs to come back in to support, if there's maybe a candidate getting a new kind of position added to their role, a job coach is able to come in. But I would say to a lot of the time, having those kind of employers who are willing to see where those strengths lie. So I know that one candidate, her strengths was baking and really loving that is one of her passions. So really working with Joe and the job coach and figuring out how we can support her through that process and really get her excited to come to work. I mean, she's loving her job and I've heard so many great things from our community partners about Joe and, and the work that he's been able to do and accommodations. They don't have to be something scary. <laughs> As Joe said, there hasn't been too many for these candidates, but also, it's really working with the candidates. It's so individualized. Like I know we have one candidate at Joe's restaurant that might require a translating device just due to the language that she speaks. It could be something that could come up later on where it might be something that could help her in working and figuring out her new tasks. Like just that could be a device that RWA is able to fund. But it really depends on the candidate. So accommodations don't have to be very scary. They can be just be a simple kind of list around what the job is, what the job has to entail as well. So since we're on the topic of ready, willing, and able, how about you share a little bit about what you guys do um, for people that are looking to possibly need assistance? How the program might work or look like? Yeah, for sure. So Ready, Willing, and Able is here to support employers along the way of hiring inclusively. So I know myself, I'm in Ottawa, and I've been reaching out to a variety of different local uh, businesses and employers trying to see if they are needing help with accessing uh, a candidate pool. So we do have our candidate pool that is for individuals on the autism spectrum or with intellectual disabilities, and these candidates self-identify as being one of the two populations. We really focus with our employers to figure out what their needs are. So I know Joe, he had his new restaurant opening up, and we really tried to figure out what is he looking for. Is he looking for a dishwasher, prep cook? Is he looking for a variety of different positions? And once that we once we understand what he's looking for, we can come in. Or I know I had a community partner, Live Work Play, come in to do a workplace assessment. And this is something that happens with community partners who are then able to put forward the right candidates for the positions. So they're doing kind of the workaround, looking at the restaurant, getting a sense of the atmosphere, getting a sense of the position, and really being able to put that right candidate forward. RWA is active in 20 communities, and then we've added an additional 10 communities across Canada, and all of our communities communities have these accesses to employment agencies. I know in Ontario, so we are based in Ottawa, Kitchener, Waterloo, the GTA, as well as Hamilton, Niagara. So we have representatives all across the province. 
um, the candidates that have just gotten in employment, we will come and do a follow-up, connect with Joe again to see if there's candidates that need extra support or maybe if he's wanting a new training for his staff to kind of get a sense of hiring inclusively or anything that uh, might be required for like a manager or something like that, we can always provide those different trainings as well. So, uh, Joe, um, in your kitchen environment, like are there tools that your people that you work with are using to make their job go easier? Like I, I know I'm kind of piggybacking off of the accessible accommodation I asked earlier, but what kind of things have you put in place to make things working easier for people that like, you've employed? I know you mentioned the training guide. Has there been anything else that you've used to help your employees? Um, not really much. I did uh, extraordinary. We keep everything clean and, you know, a um, little less stuff like crowded and give enough time for them to finish the task, things like that. You know, we are not, uh, we stretch out our hours so that not everybody coming at one time and, you know, try to get a space to work around. But we, we start early. We are only serving dinner time right now, but these people will start around 10, 11 in the morning so that they can do a lot of prep when before the big rush, you know, so that they are their own place, you know, they have their own things to do. And if even they make a mistake or something, we can always rectify things like that. But I don't, I don't do too much of um, out of the way, as I mentioned. And for accommodations, as I mentioned, she, Kelsey was mentioning, one of this employee, she speaks pretty much my native language, you know, so it was easy for I, it was not a burden for us to translate to her because in this kitchen, we have two, three people at least know what she's trying to talk. And, you know, we can reply back in Tamil because, which is, I come from Kerala, where is the neighboring state of Tamil Nadu where they speak Tamil. So things like that, you know, it's not, we are go not going out of the way and you know i always recommend people to try and once you have these people around you it makes we always think uh, you know how lucky we are and you know we we how good we to, to support people so that they have their own life also so i'm very glad grateful for that um, connections and uh, having people working with us and i just wanted to mention too that through Ready, Willing, and Able, I know we are newer in Ottawa, but there's always been conversations with employers. So I do mention that Joe has uh, had been successful with RWA, and I know there's been other employers in the restaurant industry also reach out to me and mention, I heard that Joe has been working with you and the kids had success. So that's also been something that's really been great um, working with restaurants and working with Joe in Ottawa, trying to figure out and make sure that these other restaurants are understanding the benefits of hiring inclusively and really understanding that the candidates we can provide to them are going to be candidates who are qualified for the positions because we do work with our community partners to make sure that that matching process is as strong as it can be. So we're putting candidates forward that have this, the skill set for those positions. So we've had candidates come in that are ready to do prep cook, ready to do dishwashing, ready to do customer service roles, uh, servers, a variety of different things. And I know a lot of times the restaurant industry um, is looking for people and it's really nice to connect with uh, kind of 
other restaurants in Ottawa that are really interested in hiring exclusively because they've heard from Joe or because they've heard from kind of somebody in the community saying that this is working and this is uh, supporting uh, people get employed. And the fact that like more uh, businesses should be hiring people that are like, having that inclusive environment is important because people don't want to feel like they're being shunned away from working. Like they should be getting that experience and being a member of society and included. Like it's, it's so difficult for some people finding work these days because a lot of employers are like looking at them like, Oh, well, they've got a challenge. We shouldn't hire them. I'm like, they should be looking outside the box and thinking, how can I be more inclusive to people like this? And with Joe's example of how he's got people working under him and also breaching that language barrier too, um, because like, I know a lot of, a lot of workplaces, it gets very difficult when you have employer, employees or employers that speak from different languages. And then like that language component is so important so people understand what they're getting into. Um, so they can be, um, uh, I can't think of the word, but like they're seen as more reliable because like they are putting the effort in to work. Yes. And that's what we are looking at this moment of time, you know, where we are, everybody is short staff and I believe in, you know, people are created pretty much equal and they have their own strengths, you know, to bring it to the table. So let's give it a chance. And, you know, you will be surprised what all things they will bring, you know, at least certain, you know, not everybody is same. So uh, this is the best opportunity to try. And uh, if we don't utilize them this time, then, you know, this then there is no a good right time because right now every industry is facing shortage of staff employees you know so we should tap into this and you know bring them give them a life you know like come out of the box and you know work with people and you know give them enjoy energy and enjoyment you know that's what it and i was just going to mention as well that rwa has been also focusing on job development and job uh other job position. So like once a candidate is hired, obviously they have the, the right to stay in that position, and but they also have a right to grow in that position. They have a right to apply to different roles, apply to a variety of different opportunities at the restaurant or at the organization and really get a sense of they don't have to be stuck. We're not 20 years ago where only people with disabilities are pushing carts. And we really have the candidates that are able to do a variety of different tasks We've had candidates do very much admin roles. We've had candidates work for the government. We've had candidates all in different sectors and really a restaurant's no different having that opportunity to grow and change tasks so that those candidates are still feeling fulfillment and they're wanting to come to work and they're wanting to kind of have that, that importance of employment. At least everybody has that kind of understanding that if they are excited to go to work, they're going to be coming to work on time. They're going to be ready to work they're going to be able to feel comfortable and feel happy at their work environment and that's also what rwa is also kind of pushing moving forward and supporting candidates not just only get into employment but also maintain and be able to apply for other positions as well i had one last question for joe and i was reading through your bio a little bit is that you've uh 
had that strong interest in culinary. How long have you been in that industry? Like whether it be learning it from when you started to where you are now, like how long, like you've obviously seen what culinary practices look like and now you're applying it with your restaurants and then working with people with disabilities. But how long have you been in the culinary industry? So I'm, um, I passed out my culinary school 94. So I am almost 30 years in this uh, industry. And I only thing I know is cooking very pretty much, you know, so I, I try to be um, good at it. And, uh, you know, uh, we I did a three years of school in India. Then I worked in different places. I worked in Middle East. I worked in Toronto. I worked in Windsor, then Ottawa. Then I started my restaurant. Um, it is not easy, but... Um, you know, experience makes the man perfect, you know, things like that. You know, I worked with the different chefs and gained a lot of experience. And um, that's what I applied. And anybody can be a good chef and cook uh, or anything, any matter, you know, any trade. It's it's a practice. And we, as the, as the people who have the uh, box, we should open the box and let other people to come in and um, share the experience so that, we can be at ease, you know, in the later stages. So that's what we try to do. And yeah, around 30 years and 25 years in Canada almost, you know. So um, it's it's long time, but <laughs> still going. Well, I appreciate uh, the experiences you've shared and what you're doing to work with people on the uh, disability community i mean it's so it's so great to hear that because there needs to be more businesses that have that attitude like you do that you're ready willing and able no pun intended thank you <laughs> and thank you to kelsey to join us as well to uh share feedback on what you do with your organization and what you do to help make it more accessible and accommodating to others along their road to success Thanks, Nico. Thank you. Community Unmuted is brought to you by Community Living Ontario. This season was created in partnership with members of the Council of Community Living Ontario, including our host, former Council President and current Vice President, Nico Pupella. The show is produced and recorded by me, Nicholas Wong, with audio editing and theme music by Helena Krobath. Special thanks to our guests for this episode, Joe Tottengal and Kelsey Ross. Thanks for listening. <laughs>